God is good. Amen, amen, amen. I want to call your attention this morning to the book of Isaiah. Book of Isaiah, chapter 35. Sister Sherry, it's so good to see you again. So good to see you. Isaiah chapter 35. Verse 8. These are the words that you will find there. a highway shall be there and a way and it shall be called the way of holiness the unclean shall not pass over it but it shall be for those the wayfaring men though fools shall not err therein Amen. And a highway shall be there. And those who know the word of God and who are in the word of God, that's enough to shout about right there. And a highway shall be there. This morning, I, I want to give you an overview of the whole Bible. No, we ain't going to be here all day. I want to give you an overview of the whole Bible. I want to sort of give you the Haynes Cliff Note version of the whole Bible. And I'll give it to you in one statement. Get your pencil out. You always want to know what the Bible is about. Want to know what, what is that? What is just what is it about? I'm gonna give it to you in one one statement. The Bible is the story of a holy God who created man in his image lost that man to sin, bought him back with his blood, freed him from sin, and one day he's coming back to get him. That's the whole Bible right there. That's it. That's in a nutshell. That's it in a nutshell. A holy God created a man in his image, lost that man to sin, bought him back, freed him from sin, and one day he's coming back to get him. That's it. That's what the whole Bible is all about. In this text today, written by the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah speaks of that reunion of him coming back to get us. And he gives us a glimpse that God, of the plan that God has 
to reunite man and himself. He, he, he shows us the plan that he has for our coming back together with the God of our creation. Read the whole book of Isaiah. Those who study the Bible, you know that the book of Isaiah is sort of like a mini Bible. It's, yeah, the Bible has 66 books. Isaiah has 66 chapters. In, in, in the Bible, the first 39 books, the Old Testament, it is, they are, it's a book of judgment and a book of doom. That's the first 39. But then the last 27 books are messages of hope and salvation. And yeah, likewise, in the book of Isaiah, there, there are 39 chapters that, that seem to be gloom and doom. But then the last 27 chapters opens up hope and salvation. My brothers and sisters, it was the prophet Isaiah who, in the year that King Uzziah died. You remember those words. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also... The Lord. That year that King Uzziah died, God, God, yeah, yeah, he had a vision of God, and a vision that that, that, that vision that he had seemed to set a pay a pace for his whole ministry. That whatever it was he saw that day, he saw God in his holiness. You saw him, he said, I, I saw him high, and I saw him lifted up. Saw God in his holiness, and that Theme, that thing he saw seemed to set the theme for his entire ministry. So God in his holiness and, and the whole theme of his whole book, read all through his whole book. You follow him all the while he was preaching. He could not get away from the holiness of God. The theme that is found throughout his ministry time and time again. You hear him talking about holiness and and I, I I'm always and always glad to get a chance to talk about this in the Baptist Church because that's who we are but it gives me an opportunity to help you understand that holiness is not an act holiness is a lifestyle are y'all hearing me it ain't an act it's a life holiness is not a church Holiness is the church. Did you miss that? Holiness is not a church. Holiness is the church. In other words, in other words, no matter what the denomination, every church, if it is a church, must aspire to the holiness of God. I had we 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 had a, we had Aunt Sally. Aunt Sally was a member of Gethsemane Fire Baptized Holiness Church. Aunt Sally would uh, always come over to the house, and whenever she'd come, sometimes she'd try to get my mother up in a debate <laughs> about our church, and she would always talk to Mama about holiness and. Yeah, yeah, and 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 she she would tell Mama that you got to be holy, and then she get mad because Mama would agree with her, 
And when mama would agree with her, she said, well, why don't y'all come out of that church and come on over to the church? And my mama would tell Aunt Sally, Sally, my, my holiness does not come from the church I'm in. Are y'all hearing me? My holiness comes from my commitment to want to be more like Jesus. Holiness come. My holiness ain't got nothing to do with where I go to church. Holiness has to do with the fact that I have committed myself to live like Jesus. Brothers and sisters, that's, that's holiness. No matter who we are and what we call ourselves, all of us must live a lifestyle that springs forth out of a desire to be more like him. And that, my brothers and sisters, no matter what you call it, is a life of holiness. And that is the only possible way that we can live that life is through our acceptance of Jesus Christ and his power and the power of his spirit. There's anything holy about you in here this morning. There's anything holy about you is because you have submitted your life to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So when I'm teaching right now, so when I accept Jesus, I am committing my life to be a life of holiness. No way else in the Old Testament do we get a clearer view of the grace of God than in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah pointed out, Isaiah pointed out to the people the consequences of walking contrary to God's will. He talked to them about that impending captivity. He says, uh, you are straying away from God and it's going to cost you something. Are y'all hearing me? He, he let them know about their impending. Now, how, 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 yeah, how, how he let them know that because of your sins, because of their straying away from God, they're going to find themselves in bondage. And because of their sins against God, because, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they sinned against God because they would not do what God says. That they are going, because they're going against God, that they are going to find themselves in a bad place now. That, that's the Old Testament part of, of Isaiah. But then he got around to the New Testament message. He, he, same Isaiah, but he gets around to the end of his message. He said, that, he said that God will not leave us stranded in a strange place. God will not lead, uh, leave us in a place of separation without a way out of that place. Are y'all hearing me? Now, now here, here's why we know that, that, that he, he was a prophet. Here's why we know that he was a prophet. Because, yeah, although he was speaking to folk over 2,000 years ago, yeah, what he is saying speaks to us right now. Are y'all hearing this? Although he's speaking to folk a long time ago, what he is saying, that's what happens when you are a prophet. It speaks to them, but it speaks to us right now. Assuring them that all they, although they would find themselves 
in bondage because of their sins. Listen at him. He's also speaking to people thousands of years behind that crowd. He's talking to us right now. He lets them know that they are bright, as a bright of their head, but at the same time, he's encouraging them. He gives me room to tell you that there is a bright of their head. I, I wonder if I got one witness up in here. Let me, let me help somebody out who thought that your life was all messed up and thought that you would never come out. Let me tell you something. There is a brighter day ahead. That's the message of Isaiah. Where you are ain't where you're going. There is a better place. There is a brighter day. There's a brighter day ahead. He's saying, he's saying to people, Isaiah in that day, he's talking to people who have lost their way. To people who have found themselves under the bondage of sin. And that the, he's telling them that there is no need to despair because God has a plan. He had a plan then and guess what? He got a plan right now. Mind you now, mind you now. Here is a prophet who is painting the picture of a people who are straying away from God. Here is a people, he's talking to a people who wouldn't do anything God says and have found themselves in bondage because of their own sin. But then he also points out to them that God has a plan to bring you out of that. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, what would life be if God didn't have a plan to bring us? Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me just talk to the folk who have been there. Let me talk to the folk who have been lost and in sin. Uh, then you know it's good news that God has a plan to bring you out of bondage. And here he's unfolding. He's telling these folk, no, yeah, yeah, you're down. You're out. Yes, you have disobeyed God, but there is a way out. Can you hear the gospel in this? Yeah, this is Old Testament, but can you hear the message of the gospel? Yes, you did mess up, but there is a way out. Here, here is a people who had all but lost hope. They had lost their way uh, in an unfriendly world, and they had found themselves in bondage, and now they're stumbling in darkness in captivity. Faith in Isaiah, that, that, that their faith in, in Isaiah's message had brought them to a point. And here they are, they know they're lost. They know they have sinned. They know they have strayed away from God, but they've been listening to God's prophet. And he had brought them now to a point where they believe that, yes, we do believe that God has a way. God is going to one day bring us out. One day God is going to bring us back home. Now, the strange thing about it is, uh, yeah, what they were believing, they were thinking that God was carrying them back to Jerusalem. And he did. But they, were, they, they had already been convinced that God is going to deliver us. He's going to carry us back into his holy presence. And the, yeah, that, 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 yeah, but now how God was going to do it, they wasn't quite clear on that. All they knew is the man says that God is going to bring us out. They were not quite clear. Yeah, we believe you, man of God. We believe that there's a better place. We believe that by and by when the morning comes, 
We believe things are going to get better, but, but, but we are not quite clear on how he's going to get us from, from where we are to where he's trying to get us. The reason why it was not clear to them was because Isaiah's message was not just for them. The message that Isaiah was bringing was, was not just prophecy for getting them back to Jerusalem. That message that he was giving way back then wasn't just for them. It, a message for you and me right now. Are y'all hearing me? It's a message for us who find ourselves in a dark place. It's a message for us right now when we find ourselves straying away from the will of God. Hebrew says, Hebrew says that, 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 that the reason they couldn't quite get it is because back in that day, Hebrew says that it, it was as if it were a shadow. In other words, they, they believed what he said and they knew something was going on, but they couldn't quite make out the details. Are y'all hearing this? Paul, Paul said it another way. Paul said, for, for now we see through a glass darkly. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we, we know something at the end, but we can't quite make it. That's where they were. They know something good was going to happen, but couldn't quite make it out. The book of Hebrews 11 tells us that, that these all died in faith. But although they, had never, they, had, they, they didn't live to receive the promise, they, they, went, they believed it anyway. They, they did believe that some glad morning when life is over, they didn't know how it was going to happen, but they believed it anyway. They embraced it. They knew that there was something better. According to Hebrews, they desired a better country. Prophet Isaiah came with this message of assurance, assuring them that God has a plan from the very beginning and how he knew from the very beginning how he was going to get his folk back to him. Those who have gone astray, I know how I'm going to get them back to me. Here's where I want to get to. Here is his plan for getting his people back to him and the highway. And the highway shall be there. And the highway shall be there and the way. And it shall be called. You want to know what the name of the highway? You want to put it in your GPS? It shall be called the highway of holiness. It shall be called holiness highway. But now watch this. The unclean shall not pass over it. But this highway right there from the book. It shall be for those, those wayfaring men, those traveling men, those, those who have gotten on the journey. You want to know who this road is for? This is a special lane for you. Y'all hear me? Those wayfaring men, those who have gotten on the journey. But then there's another line there. There's another line there. That, yeah, if it don't, it, this ought, it ought to make you shout. It says it's for those wayfaring men. Though fools shall not hear therein. Are y'all hearing me? Let, let me break that down for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying that yeah, once you're on the highway, 
Are y'all hearing me? Once, once you're on that highway, once you have chosen the right route, even if you cut the food, y'all ain't hearing me. Huh? If you ain't shouted yet, you ought to shout right now. How many folk done acted crazy since you've been saved? How, how many of y'all have come short since you've been saved? He says, even if you, are y'all hearing me? Even if you do foolish stuff. Let me talk to the folk who've done some foolish stuff since they've been, even if you've done some foolish stuff, it will not take you out of the way. Are y'all hearing me? It will not take you out of yeah. Once I have my hand in God's hand, once uh, I've accepted him through his blood, not even the devil in hell can snatch me out. There, there, that is, that is right there. That is God's promise. Standing on the promises of God, God's promise, even those Old Testament saints. He's promising them that I've got a plan. I've got a plan. I've got a plan to get my own back to me. And he's promising them that there is a highway. That the highway will carry them back to the place where they had been separated from him by sin. Are y'all hearing me? This is Bible language. He says, and a highway shall be there. Now, when you really think about it, it's an amazing prophecy in Bible times. In a day of pig paths, a day of trails, and a, a, a day of, of, of dirt roads and trying to get from place to place on path. It's amazing that in that day, Isaiah was already talking about highways. Are y'all hearing me? I know you thought you thought Dwight Eisenhower came up with the highway. No, right here in the word of God, Isaiah says, and the highway. And the highway shall be there. He's making us, my brothers and sisters, a promise that the, the road has already been paved. He, he's making you and I a promise that there's already a way that has been made for you and I to get back to God. And my brothers and my sisters, uh, I need to let you know, and here is why we celebrate now, that promise is still good right now. As a matter of fact, my brothers and sisters, uh, unlike the Old Testament saints, you and I have had the opportunity to see his promise come to pass. Are y'all hearing me? Those Old Testament saints, they couldn't figure it out. They wondered how, but you and I, we have seen the highway come to pass. We've seen in our own life, we've seen and we've heard of the way that will lead us from earth to glory. Are y'all hearing me? Let me show you the highway here. Jesus comes on the scene. And John 14, listen to him saying that I am the way. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus says, there's your highway right there. He says, and the highway shall be there. 
Jesus comes saying that I am the way. I'm the truth and the life. Listen at him. Yeah, this is why I know he's the highway, he says, uh, because no man can come to the Father except he come by me. Are y'all hearing me? He made a way one Friday, yes, on the Calvary's cross. When he suffered, when he bled and he died. Are y'all hearing me? But the highway wasn't completed yet because he suffered, bled, and died. Yeah. But he put the finishing touch yeah, on the highway uh, when he got up early Sunday morning yeah, with all power uh, in his hand. Yes, uh, my brothers and sisters, yes, uh, Jesus uh, is the highway uh, that God promised. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, he's the highway uh, that Isaiah was talking about uh, that would carry us from earth, uh, carry us from earth to glory. Yes, I know now, yeah, that the picture in our mind, uh, we get a highway uh, that takes us to heaven uh, when we die. Yeah. When you, if I walk out right now, uh, you're going to think that when you die, you, you got to find a highway. Yeah. But the truth is, uh, if you wait until you die, yeah, it's already too late. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? If you wait until you die, you're already too late. Yeah. But the truth is, uh, the moment I accept Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm on the highway. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. The moment I accept Jesus uh, as Savior of my life, uh, it puts me on uh, the highway to heaven. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? And the reason why uh, you've got to accept Jesus uh, is because uh, it puts you on holiness highway. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? I tell you, yeah, 85, sometimes uh, you find restricted routes, yeah. But when you get on Holiness Highway, uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, there are some restrictions, yeah. It says that the unclean uh, shall not pass uh, over it, yeah. I wonder if I got a witness here, yeah. This highway uh, is reserved uh, for the redeemed of God, yeah. Don't know about anybody else, uh, but I'm glad, uh, I'm glad uh, that I've been uh, redeemed, uh, bought with a price. Jesus uh, has claimed, uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, uh, he's changed uh, my whole life. If anybody uh, asks you uh, just who I am, tell them, uh, tell that I am redeemed. Yes, yes. And now let me take you back here to the Clay Hills of Hall County. Yeah. My mama used to sit on the porch, yeah, teach her boys how to sing. And she would sing this song, It's a Highway to Heaven. None can walk up there but the pure in heart. It's a highway to heaven. I'm walking up the king's highway. Then she said, if you're not walking, start 
water while I'm talking, walking up the King's Highway. Christ walks beside you, angels will guide you, walking up the King's Highway. My way gets brighter, my load gets lighter, walking up the King's Highway. That you'll be possessing Walking Oh yes Walking Up the king's highway Yeah Yes It's a high Way To heaven